You're listening to a podcast from Riverview Church in Bowness, recorded during one of our Sunday gatherings. For more information about Riverview Church, or service times, or contact details, go to riverviewchurch.uk or find us on Facebook at Riverview Bowness. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome uh, to our church this morning. Uh, I'd like to share a little word with you, a word of encouragement from the book of Daniel. I'm going to take as a text, Daniel chapter 9, verses 21 to 23. While I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision, came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. As soon as you began to pray, an answer was given, which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. Therefore, Consider the message and understand the vision. The person God esteems. As soon as you began to pray, God's word says, an answer was given, which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. To esteem someone is to think very highly of, to admire them, to treasure, or to rate them. In 1 Samuel 2.30, we read, For those who honour me I will honour, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Daniel, of course, didn't fall into this category. And by this stage in his life, to the outward eye, he was just an old man. But to God, he was greatly beloved. He was precious. He was highly esteemed. In 1 Peter 2.6, Scripture says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone. And the one who trusts in him, Jesus, will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. Before hearing the details of this vision, Daniel needed to hear a word from God. He needed to know that he was valued by his God. Government and world rulers, all of us, wrestling with complex decisions and actions, we also need to hear a word from the Lord. Some might not realise it just yet. Think of the greatest verse in the Bible, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. One commentator suggested that Daniel was highly esteemed by God because of his walk. So we are included in that. Believers are called to walk with God. And as a teenager, he had made up his mind to follow God in Daniel 1.8. We, uh, we were recently encouraged to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and not to lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge him and he would direct our paths. The history of the nation is that they have spent 490 years, my that some time, ignoring God and having an unhealthy interest in idolatry. Babylon was said to be the capital city of idolatry. So for 70 years, his people would get all the idols they had been longing for. So through no fault of his own, young Daniel was taken out of his normal circumstances and plunged into a whole new normal. My, that sounds familiar these days. Daniel's name meant God is my judge. He was to be called Belteshazzar, meaning Bel, 
protect my life. In Daniel's walk then, what would he decide? What would define this young man and his friends? Would God still be his judge? Or would uh, the Babylonian bell be his protector? But praise God, the young man had decided that he would follow after his God. You see, it was his heart decision to follow after his God. In Proverbs 4, 23, it says, Keep your heart, for out of it are the issues of life. Or we would say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. They could change Daniel's home. They could change his diet. They could even try to change his name. But they would never have his heart. Daniel was esteemed by God by his walk. And secondly, by his witness. Daniel 2.28 In the University of Babylon, it was down to secular education. No thought for the true and living God. But in this university of hard knocks, Daniel became a witness to God's faithfulness. As someone has once said, I can have faith because God is faithful. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it says, There has no temptation you, taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will also, along with the temptation, provide a way of escape so that you might be able to bear it. Trouble began to brew when King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream which nobody could interpret. None of his advisors could help, and Daniel and his friends were labelled along with them and found their lives in grave danger. You read that in Daniel 2.13. So Daniel asked for time, and he demonstrated his witness in his ability to pray. He urged his friends to pray for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery, so that they and their friends would survive. And glory to God, during the night, the answer came in a vision. It is a good thing to pray. Scripture reminds us that men ought always to pray and to never give up. We have seen some amazing answers to prayer lately in Riverview Fellowship, as we have sought God again and again for the needs of others, and we have seen God come through for us time and time again. Daniel witnessed to the power of praise. In 2.20, Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and deposes them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. Also Daniel witnessed by pronouncement, but he said, there is a God in heaven, Daniel 2 and 28. There is a God in heaven to the hopeless situation. There is a God in heaven to those who are trapped in isolation. Scripture reminds us to cast all our cares on him, for he cares for us. Why? There is a God in heaven. As Daniel went through the vision, as we read on in chapter 2 from verse 31 to 35, we see Daniel's vision of this enormous 
dazzling statue. But that's a message for another day. Daniel was esteemed by God, firstly by his walk, secondly by his witness, and then thirdly by the believer's worship. It is said that man is born into trouble as the sparks fly up. And of course Nebuchadnezzar decided to make a huge golden statue, 90 feet high and 9 feet wide, and he issued, issued an order. As soon as you hear the sound, bow before the idol, or it's the fiery furnace for you. In Daniel 3.16, there are times, eh, we get that in Daniel 3.16, there are times when the enemy will have a go at those who are nearest and dearest to us, and Daniel's three friends were the targets for Nebuchadnezzar's abuse. They, of course, came to the king and they said, O oh, king, we don't need to defend ourselves in this matter. If we are thrown into the fiery furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. I think that's a tremendous word this morning. The God that we serve is able to save us. Scripture says he is able to save to the uttermost all who come to God through Christ, seeing he ever lives to make intercession for the transgressors. In 1 John 5, 11, it says, and this is a record, God has given to us life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. For if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He is the God, friends, who is able to save. Praise his wonderful name. And Daniel's friend said, but even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not worship your gods. J.B. Phillips in Romans 12, 2 says, Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mould. So into the furnace these three lads were thrown. The devil may try and turn to turn up the heat on you. He might try and make you blush, try and um, introduce you to see and hear things that are not good for you. Folks may even laugh at you or mock you, insult you, etc., but keep trusting in God. He is the one who alone is able to save us. The king then said, what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Friends, the God who can rescue us out of the fire or rescue us through the fire. And even if he doesn't, we will still prove faithful to trust him. Their furnace of enforced isolation revealed a surprising special guest. In Daniel 3.25, the king says, Look, I can see four men walking around the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. It's interesting, and someone has said that the only thing that got burnt was the bonds that were binding the three friends. And friends, sometimes God will put us through a circumstance or an event in order to burn off or to remove the things that would seek to bind your life and mine. They were not alone. God provided for them. They were not alone. God preserved them. They were not alone. God proved them 
through the fire. In Psalm 66, verse 8 onwards, it says, Praise our God, O peoples, let the sound of all his praise be heard. He has preserved our lives and kept our feet from slipping. We went through fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. Isn't it wonderful that God can take the most difficult and trying of circumstances and bring us out the other side? I love that phrase in that psalm, and brought us to a place of abundance. God wants to enrich your life. And even during this time of lockdown, even during this time of isolation, as we draw near to him, he will bring us through the other side, richer and fuller in our faith in him. Daniel and his friends, what a picture. A picture of the believer, highly esteemed by his walk, by his witness, by his worship. Friends, despite all that is going on around us, let's walk with God, let's witness for God, and let's worship his glorious name. Amen. Thank you.